Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Sheree Colbert, a.k.a. Life Coach ATL. I'm here with my co-host and daughter, Taylor Colbert. And we want to welcome you to our You Are Dope podcast, where we are here to uplift, inspire, spread some love, and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Our podcast will be airing every other Wednesday. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you be good to yourself. You're a gift to the world, and you are dope. Yo, what is up? We have a very special guest in the building today. It is my baby girl, my youngest. Uh, her name is Kennedy Elise Colbert. There she is right there. Kennedy, introduce yourself to the people. You know I think you're dope already, but tell the people who you are. Hey, y'all. My name is Kennedy. I'm a senior in high school right now. Um, I'm planning on going to college next year in HBCU. I don't know which one yet, but I'm planning on majoring in nursing. And I'm excited to do this podcast today. All right, all right, all right. And you already know my co-host, Miss Taylor Renee Colbert. But uh, today, ladies, what we are going to talk about is we are going to talk about breaking cycles and what that actually means and how we actually broke some cycles and how y'all got me to break some cycles. Let me say that. Um, so I'll start off. So growing up, my mother was amazing. I mean, she was absolutely amazing. She passed, God rest her soul. But there were some things that my mom would say to me sometimes that... It wasn't politically correct. I guess you could say that. Like she would, you know, talk about my weight. You know, she would talk about my nose like, oh, oh, me, your nose is so big. You know, if you rub your nose like this, you know, if you can see me, if you rub your nose like that, baby, it'll shrink your nose. Oh, baby, look at them big old soup cooler lips. Like it was just normal. It was the norm. So I kind of developed that myself and would say things about the girls thinking it was funny. And for whatever reason, they didn't think it was. <laughs> and they had to get on me. And we'll talk about how they got on me. Taylor, you want to start? <laughs> okay. So, well, I guess that leads into my first question of what made you feel so comfortable um, saying some of the things that you did say about us? Um, and was it a shock to you when we did eventually say something to you? What made me comfortable? I guess I didn't think that it was, whatever I was saying to you was that bad to be completely transparent. So... I guess I was just comfortable. And that's just the way that I grew up. It was just like, you know, hey, look, like I said, my mom would make comments. Our family in general would just make comments about people's appearances. You know, it was just it just kind of it just it was what it was. So I never got really offended. It was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe my mom just talked about my nose. And so I would say things like that to you guys and not really thinking that it was a bad thing. Um, and so was I shocked when you said something? Yeah, I think I was on the defensive to be totally transparent. I was defensive. I was like, wait, yo, you got, you getting upset because I said you had a stain on your clothes. Like, wait, what? Like you bugging, like toughen up. And that was my mentality at that particular time. And it was like, suck it up, toughen up. Y'all gotta get, y'all gotta get some thick skin. Why? Okay. So what were your feelings when we eventually spoke up? Because I know a lot of parents um, say that our, like their kids are disrespectful when in reality, I feel like me and Kennedy, or just even other kids in general just feel like, no, I'm just speaking up for myself. Well, I think your mother and I, your mother and I, we, I thought we did a really good job of telling you guys, look, y'all y'all can say whatever y'all want to say to us as long as you're respectful. Like you can say whatever. And there were times that I didn't feel like you were being respectful with the way that you would speak or slamming doors or <laughs> throwing things or things like that. So I didn't think that those reactions were, were, um, were acceptable. So when you would do things like that, then I would get, irritated and upset, but I don't, I never had a problem with you telling me like, pops, I don't like, you know, when you say this to me or when you say that to me, I, I didn't have a problem with that. So I guess early on though, me and you both had some issues where 
it felt like I couldn't speak to you about certain things. Like I can remember a few instances where I had to go to my therapist, like just about how I would say I need some space and you would be just OD about it. So it just felt like sometimes you didn't understand where we we're coming from at that point in time, even if we weren't being loud, even if we weren't being disrespectful, so to speak, it would just be talking back. And that's where I feel like the disconnect was between me and you. Because it would be a lot of, it would be a lot of, it would be a lot of just stop talking from you. And it'd be like, but I still have something to say. And it's not necessarily disrespectful, but you're cutting me off. So then that brings me to, I'm frustrated, you know, all those emotions that you described before. Kennedy, would you say something? Oh. Um, (laughs) Yes, I do agree with that. Honestly, I was never the type to get in like screaming matches like you guys did but i do remember that when like when you guys would argue i would always be on my sister's side of course and i do remember that you used to always like cut her off and when she was trying to like express how she was feeling it would be like she would be quote-unquote disrespectful when you raised it to speak our mind and like to not take disrespect from anybody but when it comes to our parents we just have to deal with it so that's one thing that I didn't like, but I was really never in the middle of the arguments. But I do remember that you never really, um, there was a fine line between disrespect and just speaking our mind. Yeah, I agree with that as well. I think that with Taylor, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor got a slick mouth. <laughs> Taylor's got a really, really slick mouth. And Kennedy, you used to come in and be like, Taylor, just stop. Just stop talking because Taylor just she would go off. And when she would go off then it would like make me go off. And so we were just kind of combating against each other. And I'm like, yo, I'm your dad. Be quiet. You know, stop talking. And then she just would just keep going and going and it would just escalate going and going and going and going and going. And then finally, I'm like, just just shut up, Taylor. And then that just made things worse. So I had to think of other ways of how to communicate with you guys, because that definitely was not working. And like you just said, Kennedy, no matter what it was, you guys always have your siblings backs. And I appreciate that. I respect that. But your siblings, y'all, y'all be wrong sometime, too. But y'all would never let me know that. Y'all just would. Nope. Taylor's fine. It's OK. And Taylor, the same thing with you. You would be, you know, Kennedy would be dead ass wrong. And you'd be like, nope, that's my sister. I don't care what she did. Pops, leave her alone. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, up to a certain extent. Yeah, to to some things. To extent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So how would it make you guys... Go ahead, Kenny. Sorry, but going back, um, so you said that your, your mom used to say stuff like that to you. And like, it never, it never hurt your feelings. Like, it never made you feel some type of way. Like to the point where maybe I should break this for my children. Maybe I shouldn't talk to my kids like this and make them feel the same way that I'm feeling right now. No, because it was so long ago that I didn't even really sink in. But yes, it did used to hurt my feelings. Some of the things that that they would say, you know, I was watching this Janet Jackson special and she talked about how when she was growing up, her brothers would talk about like her big butt and stuff like that and like how that affected her. And I was like, dang, that's just how we grew up. Like, I don't want to say the black household, but a lot of black families, like we just play the dozens. We talk about each other like, oh, you got a big no. And it's just it just becomes the norm. So for me, it was just the norm to just say certain things. And I don't think personally that I would go over the top, but whatever I was saying, it bothered you. And then from there, I'm like, OK, if it bothers you like that, then I need to stop so what gave you guys the the um, the courage to actually speak up and say like, yo, I don't, I'm not rocking with that. I don't like that, Pops. Honestly, I feel like it's the way that y'all raised this. Like, y'all really never raised us to take disrespect from anybody. So it's like, I mean, yeah, there's a difference between your parents talking to you a certain way and like taking disrespect from other people. But I feel like if we felt disrespected, you would raise us to speak up about it and tell people like, I don't like that. 
So I really feel like it's y'all raising us a certain way. Uh, what made you, what gave you the courage to speak up? Um, so I think when we when we started bumping heads was probably what my junior senior year, and I feel like that's when I was starting to. There was some stuff going on in my school as well, um, so I was kind of gaining some confidence in myself and just taking the things away, like from maybe social media reality nowadays. It's like some of the things that you say to me aren't okay. It does hurt my feelings, and now I feel like I'm grown enough to say that to you. And I feel like you're grown enough to receive that as well. But I also think at the time, I didn't really know how to, I guess, address it correctly. Like you said before, like maybe I did probably, I did probably come out like, well, I think that you should blah, 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 instead of pops. Can you please like maybe. Just stop, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I will say, although you did start like trying to back off from the jokes and stuff, it was a slow process. And like the process first started off with you being like, oh, well, I can't do that with Taylor because I know that it'll hurt her feelings or like stuff like that. And those comments were frustrating as well because it's just like they're unnecessary, if that makes sense. No, it was a little passive aggressive. I can acknowledge that it was passive aggressive. But, yeah, but you know, do you do you feel like I did eventually stop or do you believe that those cycles are still continuing? What do you think now in the present moment? Do you believe that things have gotten better? Do you think that things oh, are yeah. different? I do think think that things have gotten better. Um, it was just like one thing I do remember bringing up to you was like, or I've, I don't know if I brought it up to you or not, but like you, well, it felt like if we got too overconfident, then you would have to say something to bring us down or like to not let our head get too big. And I feel like you had said that verbatim to us a couple of times. Me just being not even that young, but like as a teenager and as a like adolescent, it would just be like, why does it have to be necessary? If that makes sense. And I feel like that would make me a little self-conscious in myself, like not to get too confident, don't get too big headed because I'm going to have to bring you down. If that makes sense. It absolutely does make sense. And yes, I did used to say that to you. I believe it was your freshman year of college that I would be like, no, I can't boost that head up too much because. I mean, when you went to your HBCU, you don't understand. When you came back, it was like, I'm the shit, I'm this, I'm that. And it was like really hard sometimes like to like have conversation with you because you just thought you knew it all. And so, yes, there would be times that I would be like, yo, I got to bring you down a couple notches because it, it wasn't the confidence because, you know, I'm, I'm all about confidence. It was you were cocky. Damn, girl, you got to somebody need to bring you down a couple notches, but I wouldn't be disrespectful. I would, at least I didn't think so. I would maybe give you a compliment and then I'd be like, Mm, I gotta let I gotta I gotta stop, but I wouldn't like give you a compliment and then be like, but this is wrong with you, Taylor. It was just literally I would just be like, okay, I done boosted your head up enough. Now I gotta I gotta back off a little bit. But my interpretation of it, what was your interpretation? Um, I mean, just like I said it before, like it just felt like, yeah, we would get confidence, then it'd be like, okay, not too much, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you were cocky. <laughs> it was like Yeah, but I mean but I think at the time, it, that's not what it felt like. It just felt like I was being confident or like speaking up for myself or I don't even know. Just Yeah, I could understand. I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, especially now looking back on it. And, you know, my approach to you is totally different now. I'm all about boosting your head up and giving you confidence and like you you're so dope and I'm proud of you and all that kind of good stuff. So I don't have a problem doing that anymore. But I think that we have both matured. I think that you have definitely matured and you've learned how to take that confidence and use it in a productive, positive way. And me for myself, I'm gonna boost my own head up here. Like I have definitely came a long way from 
the father that I used to be. I'm just not that person no more. So, you know, I've talked about this before about being able to give yourself grace, but I didn't know what grace looked like because I wasn't giving myself grace. And I was so hard on myself that I was hard on you guys because I just wanted you guys to grow up to be really good and great individuals. And my way of doing that at times probably wasn't the best, but I was doing the best that I could do with the tools that I had at that time. Does that make sense? So can I ask you a question? You can ask whatever you want to. Now, look, y'all, they about to eat me up. I know they are, but I'm listening. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, so I know that you stopped, like, or you definitely toned down, like, your your comments about our parents and stuff. But was that because you were afraid of, like, um, ruining our relationship or because you were afraid of, like, hurting our feelings? Or was it, like, a mixture of both? It was because you were hurt by it. It was like, you know, Pops, I don't like this. I The one thing about me and my kids, like, I don't ever want to see y'all hurt. And so when you would tell me, like, that that hurts my feelings, you know, you would be vulnerable instead of with the attitude of being mean. There's, like, certain ways that you can say things. And if you're like, Kennedy, you know how you, you used to be, too. Like, I don't like it when you say that to me. <laughs> like, I don't receive that very well. But when you come at me like, hey, Pops, you know what? That really hurt my feelings when you said that, that I'm like, damn, OK, I got you. I could receive that a lot better. So it, I stopped, though, because it, it, it was hurting you. It hurt your feelings. And I, I never want to hurt you. And it was hurting you guys. So even when we were coming across like disrespectful and like like you you got angry and stuff. Were you ever like thinking, OK, maybe I should actually listen to what they're saying, like they have to be being disrespectful for a reason. Obviously, like they're built up with something or they're just like they're being disrespectful. I need to punish them. Mm, well, I don't think that you should ever. I don't think that your parents should be disrespectful to you. And I don't think that you should be disrespectful to your parents. Let's make that very clear. So I don't think that there was a room for anybody's disrespect. But yes, I'm a reflective person. You guys both know this about me. Like I go back and I reflect and I'm like, damn, OK, did I say this wrong? Did I do this wrong? Let me figure out like how to do this. So, yes, I would go back and be like, OK, She's angry. She's upset for a reason. What is the reason? All right, Reef, what can you do differently? And then that's when I started to change. Like it was a gradual pro- process, but I believe that that's when I started to change, though. What do you guys did think? You? Do y'all think do y'all think it was gradual or do you think that it was like immediate? It was definitely, definitely gradual. gradual. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a question for you about um, the dynamic of you and our mother, especially like when we would come to her with stuff about this, would she ever talk to you guys or like, would you guys talk about it or have conversations about stuff like that? Um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes we would, you know, and look, I'm not going to take all the heat on this either. Like y'all would get on your mom too. Cause I remember one time you, you had, your mom had came to visit you in DC and she made some, made a comment about your appearance or something and you were upset about it. So I think that we both, your mom and I, and she was probably a lot better and quicker at it than me. Um, would stopping because you guys would go to her and be like, Pops made a comment about this. And so I think that that gave her the green light. Like, OK, let me stop this as well. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I think that she had an advantage because you guys would go to her and complain about <laughs> and complain about me. So she had the advantage of saying, all right, let me let me chill out as well. I definitely feel like your comments started when we were like a lot younger. And I don't remember. Well, I don't really feel like mommy has called me out on any like any anything about my appearance. But I feel like your comments started when we were like kids, like literally from as soon as I can remember being alive. Like I've always been someone to like have acne and stuff. And I do remember your comments about 
oh, can I read the braille on your face? And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that would hurt my feelings. Like, that would really hurt my feelings. And I don't remember always, like, speaking up about that at first. But honestly, I think that's something that in the future, I'm not saying with you, but, like, can actually, like, ruin the ruin someone's self-confidence, like, and actually, like, cause them to have, like, mental issues. Like, not just with you, but, like, parents commenting on their kids' weight. Like, like imagine if someone has, like, an eating disorder, and, like, they go to get help, and they come back, and someone's like, you look better before. Like, that can actually ruin someone's, like, self-confidence and, like, have them have real issues. So, I feel no, like... No, I couldn't agree more. No, I think I agree a thousand percent, and when you know better, you can do better. But, again, I grew up like that. You know, I grew up with us playing the dozens and, you know, making fun of each other's appearance and things like that. And, you know, as an adult, I should not have done that. I thought it was funny at the time. And I think that you would even laugh about it. But behind closed doors, you were hurt. And I didn't know that at the time until you guys actually spoke up about it. So I was very, very, very proud, proud Papa when you guys were like, nah, we don't like that. Like, we don't, I don't like it when you say anything about my appearance or anything like that. And I was like, damn, okay, I didn't realize that. So when you told me about it, I, I believe that I was able to stop at that point. But you're right, though, Kennedy. Yo, when I went to visit my family in Texas this past winter, I was mortified by some of the things that I've heard, that I heard. A family member said to my sister when they saw her, oh my God, girl, you look fat. And I was just like, wow. Like, wow, <laughs> like this is how we this is how that's where my mom would get it from. You know what I mean? So then it started made me think like, dang, my mom grew up like this. Like she grew up hearing these kind of comments and thinking that it was normal. And so she thought it was normal and then passed it on to us. And we think that it's normal. And then, like I said, my daughters had to say, pops, I don't like this. But, yeah, when I went to, to Texas and I heard some of that stuff. I was mortified. I was like, I cannot believe that you guys are talking to each other like this. Again, I don't think any of it was good, but I've never called you guys fat or talked about your appearance like that. I I, I don't think that I've ever done that, but I don't think that I was the best of some of the things that I would say, but I wasn't like that, though. Um. So I do. I just want to touch on real quick, like how you said that Kennedy would like laugh and stuff. And I don't know if you remember this, but. You took us to a funeral or like a grave site one time, and it was it was. Go ahead. And we saw it's not funny. I don't know why everybody's laughing. And you are still laughing about it. I don't know why you was laughing about dead people in the graveyard. I don't know. But that's my thing. Just like like how you said Kennedy like would laugh when she was uncomfortable. That's how I deal with my coping mechanisms sometimes. Or that's how I use um, laughing and smiling when I'm uncomfortable, like a coping mechanism. So people will probably read me wrong and read my reactions wrong because I was probably uncomfortable. I probably didn't like the jokes that people would crack on me, but still I'm like going to laugh and stuff because I don't want to maybe throw off the vibe or... You know, it's just stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess it was you also still do that now? Hard, um, not as much, but I mean, like just for that example, it, it would just be hard for you to read us if we reacted like that. So like the amount of emotional intelligence that we had growing up probably wasn't that high yet, but we couldn't really talk to you about how we were feeling 
all the way just because our emotional intelligence wasn't that high. We didn't really know how to address how we were feeling inside first before we could address you. Yes, I agree with that. And, you know, my emotional intelligence, it still is when I go to funerals, me and my brother Andre, we be laughing and, and I, I, it's just uncomfortable. It's like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I don't want to be all sad and everything, but it's probably still not appropriate to be making jokes and laughing at funerals like I don't know why you was laughing at the dead people, Taylor, <laughs> to this day. Because I, I was uncomfortable. It was a little baby, and I was like, this is sad. <laughs> and I know that people are probably like, well, why would you take them, them to a grave site? But it's like a historic site here in Atlanta, Georgia, of like the wars and stuff like that. So that's why I took them. I always used to try to take them to do historical things, but taking my daughters to a grave site probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> you know, I, I can admit this now. <laughs> Kennedy, what made you, what what gave you the courage? Did I already ask you this? What gave you the courage to say, I don't like this? I mean, um, I did say it's part of the way that we were raised. But honestly, it's my sister, too, because, like, I wouldn't have, honestly, I wouldn't be the person I am today, like, without seeing, like, all the interactions that you guys have had. And, like, like just in school, like, speaking out, like, speaking up about stuff like, like, racism and, like, starting marches and stuff. Like, I got a lot of my my courage for my sister and like just seeing the way that she interacts with people and just not taking like not taking disrespect basically so I do feel like like she was definitely definitely the start to like definitely the start to the change in our household and I feel like yeah you made a big difference Taylor Period. <laughs> beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, what would you give advice to some parents who feel like they're struggling with some of their child's attitude, but the child is really trying to tell them how they feel? To listen. Or what or What would you give advice for both sides, I guess? To the child, it's all about how you approach the situation. I mean, you can't come in guns blazing, yelling and screaming like, I said blah, 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 because nobody gets heard that way. So if you are able to communicate with your parent, if you're able to just say to them, you know what, I'm going to be vulnerable right now. And that really actually hurts my feelings when you say things like that. I think that that goes a long way. And if you're a good parent, you're going to actually receive that and listen to it. So I definitely would give that advice. And the other advice I would give is like, yo, don't do that to your kids. Like, don't start that early. Like, don't talk about their parents. Don't talk about their weight. Uplift, love, hug. Like, I, I'm a big advocate on that now. And again, I owe it to my daughters uh, for speaking up and speaking out and saying like, yo, Pops, we don't like that. And had you guys not done that, we would have probably been still doing this to this day. And so years ago, I stopped it because I'm like, yo, they don't, they don't rock with that. And I had enough respect for you and I had enough love for you to say, I'm hurting my daughter's feelings and I don't ever want to do that. Like, that's not my intention. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I thought it was funny. You guys didn't. And we cut it out. And I believe that our relationship has grown immensely because of that. Like we all matured, we've all grown and we've all accepted each other for who we are. And, you know, I've done a lot of soul searching and a lot of changes in my life. And I'm going to ask, do you guys see that now? Mm hmm. Well, good, 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 good. All right, y'all, that wraps up this edition of Breaking Cycles. I appreciate both of my beautiful, amazing daughters for hopping on the podcast today. Kennedy, thank you, girl. We're going to have you back, no doubt. But, yo, again, if you have a problem, if you are having issues at home because you feel like you are being verbally abused or whatever the situation is, speak up, speak out. Make sure you talk to your parents. Talk to them in a respectful way. Parents, be open to listening. Listen to your kids, Okay. Because that can cause some serious damage, as Kennedy pointed out. That can cause eating disorders. That can cause a lot of things that we don't even think about 
because we think that things are funny or we think that things are normal. But some of that stuff that we're doing, it's not okay. It's not normal and it's not okay. So that ends it. Be good to yourself. Love on yourself. And I will holler at you. Thank you. Bye.